Welcome to the Veterinary Success Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Douglas, and today's radio show is all about student loans and some big updates that are out there. You've probably heard about some of this, but want to make sure everyone hears it and get some uh, understanding of what's going on. So Navient, one of the big four student loan servicers, had a contract with the Department of Education to manage federal student loans. They are not going to renew their contract at the end of this year. So Navient signed a, a definite agreement to transfer its federal student loan servicing for federal student loans to Maximus, another student loan servicer. But the Department of Education must approve that transfer from Navient to Maximus. Um, This change only applies to federal student loans. So if you've refinanced something privately with Navient, it's fine. It's going to stay there. So if you have your loans with Navient, don't stress. All this means for you is that your loans are going to move to the new company soon. Um, Understand that it still has to get approved, right? So this doesn't affect loan interest rates, repayment terms, forgiveness options, all of that. This is not going to change stuff. It's not going to tweak things. But best thing to do, ensure your information, email, phone, mailing address is accurate on the www.studentaid.gov website to ensure you get the updates as they come out. Great Links and Nelnet signed a contract with the Department of Education for two more years. So if your loans are with them, they're going to stay put. So again, Navient, end of year, moving away, likely going to go to a company called Maximus. And that's where your loans will sit. So if that's you and you have um, federal student loans with Navient, just know that, hey, be on the lookout for some information coming your way. Fed Loan Servicing, who's in charge of PSLF, announced that it was stepping down from student loan servicing. Mohila is taking over that role. So if you have a Fed loan as your loan servicer, some advice, make sure your information is correct. Email, phone, mailing address is accurate on the studentaid.gov website to ensure you get updates as they come out. If you're pursuing PSLF and you haven't already done so, update your payment count prior to this transition. So before Fed Loan Servicing moves everything to Mohila, make sure you go in and complete the PSLF help tool. So there's going to be a link in the show notes, but it is just studentaid.gov backslash PSLF. Do that prior to this transition. So again, that transition is going to happen soon as well. And speaking of PSLF, I know some of you out there are going for it. I've had different conversations with you, and it's about to get a facelift and rejuvenation from Congress. As historically, it's been a really dicey situation where people are hoping and praying, you know, hopefully this works out and I get the forgiveness. Um, there's going to be an easier path moving forward. And earlier this week, the Department of Education announced a sweeping uh, plan of action to expand PSLF. They're calling it time-limited PSLF waiver. PSLF allows for loan forgiveness after 125, sorry, 120, sorry, 120 qualifying payments. I often hear people say 10 years, which if you do it in unison and you do everything correctly, that's correct. But again, it's always 120 qualifying payments. So it's not necessarily 10 years. It could be longer than that. By executive order, the Biden administration has temporarily, temporarily expanded the definition of a qualifying payment to mean all federal loans and all repayment plans qualify for PSLF. There is what is called a PSLF waiver opportunity that lasts until October 31st, 2022. So you have well over a year to retroactively count for any prior ineligible payments. This is huge. This is big. So if you're going for PSLF, um, you need to pay attention and check into this. I'm going to give a shout out first and foremost, to previous guest and student loan expert, Megan Landis. She's been all over this. So if you don't know Megan, don't follow her work. I would highly, highly encourage you. I will link to her information at the end of this podcast. But that to me is a great space to stay plugged in on all this. And she does a fantastic job. Highly recommend her if you're looking for someone to specifically only look at student loan stuff. Um, so going back to this waiver opportunity, The announcement could be relevant to you and may improve your payment count towards 
PSLF if you can say yes to all three bullet points below. You have any kind of federal student loans, direct, FFELP, or Perkins loans. You are or were working full-time in a public service capacity, 501c3, government, nonprofit between October 1st, 20, or sorry, October 1st, 2007, and now you have made payments on your federal loans at any point since October 1st, 2007. So if you can say yes to all three of those, then this is important and you need to pay attention for that. So here are the big facts about this waiver. Borrowers with previously ineligible FFELP and or Perkin loans will qualify for PSLF as long as you made payments of any kind while employed in public service. All payments made before a loan was consolidated now count as well. So here's the action. You will need to consolidate these loans into a direct consolidation loan and apply for PSLF to qualify. Um, there's more information that will be coming out on this as well. All repayment plans will retroactively count towards PSLF if certified before this PSLF waiver expires. Deferment and forbearance due to active duty deployment will now count towards PSLF for current and formal, former active duty military. So if that's you, again, that's huge. The Department of Education will waive the normal requirement to be employed at the qualifying employer when applying for PSLF. Borrowers who have already received loan forgiveness, paid off their loans, or who have refinanced with a private company will not be eligible for this benefit. So that's important. Parent plus loans or consolidation, including parent plus loans, do not qualify for this. Um, double consolidation loans do qualify. Prior late payment and payment slightly more or less than the amount due will now qualify. So that's important if you missed a date and it didn't qualify initially. That to me is one that's really big in this where you can go back and have those qualify towards one of the 120 payments that you need to have. If you end up with more than 120 months of qualifying credit due to the PSLF order, you will receive a refund. We love those, right? Of any payments made over the 120 payment threshold. So let's say you did all this, you went and got forgiveness, but you can go back and retroactively claim some of these. Let's say it was one of the late payments or a partial payment. That's money that can be back in your pocket. So that's important too, even if you've already, um, completed it, which would be fantastic, but there's not that many of you out there that probably have completed the PSLF. And I know within veterinary medicine, there's not quite as many roles as other, um, maybe on the human health side, but I know there are a handful of you out there that are doing this. And again, this show short and sweet, but the big takeaways that I wanted to give you and think about is the Navient move and knowing don't stress. It's not actually going to change anything for you other than where you're going to probably log in and make payments. So Navient to Maximus, if you're with Great Lakes and Nelnet, nothing's changing. The PSLF news, that's a lot. So if that's you or you're going for PSLF, dig in and go to studentaid.gov um, backslash PSLF. Again, I'm going to put that in the show notes, read up on this, understand it, reach out to someone. If you have questions on that, whether it's you know an advisor you work with, whether it's um, Megan or Travis at Student Loan Planner, um, any of those people like that really get it. Obviously, you know our firm helps with student loan stuff as well. But this is really, really important for those going for PSLF and making sure that you don't miss an opportunity there. So I know this is a very short episode, but I wanted to just go through this short and sweet update because it is going to impact a lot of you. And there's a lot of people that are with um, Navient. So that was one that I wanted to make sure you, you knew. And then PSLF, just know um, there's more flexibility there. And there's some, some ways to hopefully make more of those 120 payments count towards what you're going for. So with that... I'm going to be out and about this coming week. I'm going to be speaking to the Washington State VMA chapter, and I'm going to be 
doing some really cool work with um, an event that uh, previous guest, Dr. Stacy Cordovano, is putting on with some other equine vets out in Seattle. So looking forward to that. I will likely have a replay of a podcast coming up this week. So it's got a short week for me from a works, work perspective. Um, so look out for that. And I will talk to you all again soon. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's show. The comments made on today's show should not be taken as investment, tax, or legal advice. All comments are for educational purposes only. You should consult your team before implementing anything. Isaiah Douglas is a partner of Vincere Wealth Management. Isaiah is registered in the state of Indiana, California, Texas. The biggest compliment you can give to this podcast is to share it with a friend. Reviews help the show get found, and Apple Podcasts is the platform that predominantly is how people listen to the show. If you have three to five minutes, you like the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts, give us an honest rating and review that'll help more people find the show. For all of today's links and information, head over to veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. There you can subscribe via your favorite podcast platform platform so you won't miss another episode. Finally, if you'd like more information, insights, and have the ability for your voice to be heard and interact with show guests, join the private Facebook group. You can go to the Veterinary Success Podcast on Facebook or head over to the veterinariansuccesspodcast.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom where it says about your host and then click on the Facebook icon. That'll bring you into the Facebook group. I'll approve you. You'll be in. And then I'd love to hear your questions, feedback, and anything that you'd like to see added to the show. So with all that, thank you so much for listening. I'll be talking again to you soon.